forever. Dog. Hi. I said, now you get to see you on the screen again. I know. I just want to start up top that I am so thankful for my friend, my dear sister in shade, mm -hmm. uh, you know, partner in petty. Jeez mm -hmm. Louise. She did a remarkable thing today. I, I needed mm -hmm. my prescription. It's in the city. Could not mm -hmm. get to the city today. And she went there. She went there. And who pulled up in a clutch? Me. The gal. My gal. Me. Marie Samuel Boston and I oof I want to kiss her on the mouth and I can't. Wow, 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 wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I I so needed those meds. <laughs> like I was on my last one. You were on your last pill. And Marie was like, Yeah, I'm gonna get it them because I need you to be happy for the podcast. I need you to be funny. So <laughs> You see, I was thinking about yeah. She really was. See, she had the podcast first. The podcast is always first. You see? Podcast first, everything else second. Podcast first. So everybody, um, I want you to go to Marie's page and just say thank you. Just write thank you underneath the photo. Just say thank you, thank you. I went all the way into the city, and it was kind of, I haven't been in the city in like a long time. Yeah, no, we have not. I went all the way into the city, and um, it was kind of eerie. Like the street that I was crossing to go get your, your medication. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't have the I didn't have the light, but it was like, it, but I do. Yeah. Like there were no cars. There were no cars. And this is at meanwhile in Brooklyn, there's nothing but cars, everywhere. Yeah, but I still feel like, I don't know, Brooklyn. I feel like it still is different. Manhattan, there's always cabs and Ubers and buses mm -hmm. and people on Vespas. And today it was like crickets. Hmm. It was like that movie. I am. I am legend. Did you? Mm -hmm. Did you get? out of the car and get in the middle of the street and yell and scream yeah no i didn't do that you should have done that you're an actress i, sh I should have i should have done that am i an actress you're now? an actress your voiceover you're everything oh i'm a i'm an artist you're an artist i'm a, I'm I'm a a mean voice. you're putting out so much content are you are you guys following Rizzi on instagram you should the shit is cute if you're not i don't know why you're listening to this the podcast the right shit now is but it's should, the shit is lit i mean i know y'all quality DMs. quality quarantine content mm -hmm. I'd be blessed every time I see it. I'm like, well, I see it before she posts it. And then I'm like, you know, yeah, because I said it to I get my notes and be like, well, I think I'm you like, should, is this funny? I think you should cut it a little bit, you know, yeah, straight yeah, to the yeah, point. Yeah. And she does. And I was like, wow, what? The notes, impeccable. Queen. Sydney, you do give good notes, friend. Yes, you do. Well, because I watch it. I watch it as a as a fan. I'm like, Sydney, what do you, what do you think about this? <laughs> she does help. Um, is that my microphone? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're great. I hate, I hate Zoom. Andrew, how are you doing? I'm good. I was just thinking about, um, Marie posted an Instagram the other day that did make me um, mad because of your abs. I'm like, how do you have abs during like, um, what, like week 11 of quarantine? Oh, listen, baby, sweetie, baby. Wait, which picture made you mad? Uh, it was with you and the plants. All around oh, you. Oh, and I was okay, like, that's who, that's who I am now. Yeah, that's I took insane. that picture right here where I'm sitting right now. The rudest. That's so crazy. Ooh, yeah. Wee, baby. Be because meanwhile, I'm over here, like literally, I have like love handles for the first time ever from all oh, this, like but sitting Andrew, down. The, the Instagram workouts are free, friend. Yes, I know. And I've been biking every day for like an hour and a half every day. Yeah. And then just like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, but yeah, it's sad and I'm jealous. 
<laughs> well, you know, I gotta keep it right, keep it soy. Uh, mainly because I don't, I haven't really been working out. But I'll do like this morning. Yesterday, I got up and I did like some butt workouts. Uh, this girl that I found on Instagram has like glute workouts, and I was like, okay, this is who I am now. Well, tell us about it. What, what do we have to do? Because we want to get our asses together. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have a. Um, a resistance band that goes around your thighs mm-hmm. and you're supposed to do like you open your legs and like go down okay. walk okay i did some squat pulses mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i did some of these things here where you like you get on all fours yeah. and then you Ooh, pop your leg up bitch. Ooh, girl okay <laughs> you do 12 of these you see that mm-hmm. my butt. it you looks good Fuck. on each side oh sis can you do a little can you record it and then do a little post for Insta stories for the unofficial expert. That'd be really nice. Oh yeah, maybe yeah, sure, sure, sure. You know, the people want to see. They want yeah, some help. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, my butt is sore. I woke up. That means I, I think that means it's working. I haven't worked out in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And you know, when your body hurts, that means you're doing something right. Yeah. Or you're old. Both or both. One of those two. You do both. Yeah. Yeah, get you a body that does both. Mm-hmm. Lucky, <laughs> lucky for me that I'm just naturally like just sculpted. That's just how it goes. Um, I think sculpted is the wrong word here because <laughs> it's not sculpted. But you have a you have a, a slim frame and you have a big butt, and that is natural, and no one can take that from you. Sculpted. When I hear sculpted, I think that means like cooked. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, I I feel like there's also holes see, in the you word. See, you see, a natural cut. too. You see a cut, right? Don't you see? Three cuts in my eyebrows, trying to wild out. <laughs> so the only cut I see is your cheekbones, yeah. sis. That's I see that. Mm, yeah, I do. Wait, see Andrew, that. what did what did you say, Andrew? <laughs> I feel like there's some holes in the word natural too. Ooh, okay. Wow. You gonna drag me today of all <laughs> days? With everything that's going on in the in the fucking current events, you gonna you gonna in this economy? No. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, wow. I'm just calling out the fact that you're you're saying natural. Yeah. I'm, when, not entirely true. Mm. Okay. You've been heard. Heard you. Well, Andrew, <laughs> Andrew, what I said was a naturally slim body. Yeah. That's what I said. I didn't say oh. the boobs was natural. I said naturally yeah. slim. And you said I had a big, big butt, booty. and that's mm-hmm. real. The butt is natural. natural. Yeah. Thanks. Natural. Okay. Um, no, no ass shots here. I would like to say that we're recording on a Thursday, which we normally don't do. But um, no. you know, the day before we were we were drained, we were washed, exhausted. We were like, I don't want to do the podcast. I mean, that was mainly me. I say we, but it was really just me. And um, you know, it's it feels good to come back the next day and say, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? We can we can figure this out and do it. And um, yeah. that leads me into. You know, we, we want to revamp the podcast. We want to work yeah. on some things, make it better, yeah. more exciting. You know, we've been doing the podcast for years now, and um, we, we want to give y'all more. We want to give y'all more. We want it to be feel fresh. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but also, we want to know what you guys want us to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if we decided we were going to do something different during the rest of this quarantine, um, what would that look like? Um, if we were going to do... Um, some like topical themed episodes what would that look like what kind of topics would you want us to talk about if we gave you an email address and we told you to send you your questions to us what would you want us to like Mm -hmm. answer Mm -hmm. what kind of advice are you looking for if it's not advice what is it you know yeah it's a it's just like we want to be excited about the stuff that we're putting out 
and yeah. this is a very strenu strenuous situation and um mm -hmm. it kind of puts a damper on things and we want to come back like just like more positive and have like a a focus and yeah. uh we want to give y'all what y'all deserve because we are one of a kind, babe. One of a kind. There's one no, oh kind. Nobody is kind. like us. Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Mm -hmm. Except we're not messy boots like them. I mean, we are, but they owe me money, so it's fine. Whatever. Yes, I love your Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen um, waitressing story. Mm -hmm. We love to hear it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, how much was their tab? Yo, it was like over $800 and they were getting cocktails. They weren't- They were drinking, they drank $800 worth of cocktails. Cocktails, cocktails. Like they had people- How like many a, drinks is that? Honey, I would say it was at least like six, seven rounds. Okay, I thought you were gonna say six, seven drinks. No. Like, wow. <laughs> no, six, but like, rounds. it was a night. It was just like, y'all got the money. Your bag cost 50 grand. You, you just give me the fucking money. Why are you scratching out my tip and then putting another number there and then scratching out? They scratched it out four times, four or five times. What was the original tip? Like $800. No, no, no. It was um, it was like $600. The tab was so more they, than $800 for sure. It had to be over it because they gave me a $600 over tip. And then they scratched it out and it was like a $300 over tip. And then they scratched it out and it was like $100. And then they scratched that out and it was $50. And they gave me a $50 over tip. How long is this receipt that they gave It was long. <laughs> it was a long receipt. They had a lot of stuff. It was de-itemized. Yeah. Okay. It was not itemized. They need the itemized. Um, I don't know. I, I, I can't wait to be rich and be able to go somewhere to eat and leave like a nice cute tip for somebody like, you know, Kelly Ripper style. She did. She left a nice fucking tip. And that woman, I mean, <laughs> she was decked out. I think they had came from a, like a gala or something, her and her man. They both look mm -hmm. like two little Polly Pockets together. They're so cute. But um, <laughs> Is he little too? Yeah, he's little too. And when I tell you she gave that tip, I looked at her and I was like, say word. Thank you, girl. I watch your show all the time. What is it? Good morning, America? <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Elizabeth Ripper. We love to see it. We love it. When you told me... When you tell me your celebrity stories, I they become my stories. Mm -hmm. Like when Sydney says Kelly Ripa tips a hundred percent, right? Yeah. Like she if yep. her check is a hundred bucks, she's giving you a hundred dollars mm -hmm. tip. Yeah. And which I feel like is only right. She's she makes twenty or thirty million dollars a year. I mean, her black card was heavier than most black cards. I was like, Ooh. Is this a is this a new card? What the fuck? It's a deluxe black card. Yeah. And it was just like, ah, you know? And I think after all of this is done, it's just gonna make me think about one, how we spend money, and two, how we treat yes. people, yes. and three, how we like make sure that we replenish ourselves and our like souls. So like, I want to when we get out of this, I definitely want to be nicer to people, even though I'm already extremely nice. I want to just do more if I can. And okay, so some charity work uh, is coming maybe. up. Maybe some soup kitchen. Maybe maybe that's or maybe donate but i feel like donating is just so easy to do like oh i got a hundred dollars here you go but if i could do if yeah, i could do, do I mean, some soup kitchen stuff maybe i would i would join you in that friend i think i would i'd be into that andrew you know feeding feeding some pursuit of happiness uh folks yeah that would be nice yeah yeah, yeah i agree the the donating thing seems like very impersonal mm -hmm. but obviously if you have the money um 
does make a difference. Yes. Um, but also with donating, you don't actually know where the money is going. At all. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, didn't a story come out about the American Red Cross or something a couple years ago? Like, if you donate 100 bucks, only like 12 of those dollars make it to the thing that right. you think you're donating to or something wild. But the full amount doesn't go to the the fund that you think you're contributing to. I mean, look at all the money uh, they raised for AIDS, babe. AIDS. They ain't, babe. they ain't got no cure. The the medicine is out the ass expensive. Where babe, where are they what are they raising the money for? Let's let's even take this remember that when that earthquake hit Haiti and they raised like three hundred million dollars? Mm-hmm. That money didn't go to Haiti. Where did that money go? Hmm. Where did it go? If you ask my parents, they're like, Bill and Hillary got it. Bill and Hillary <laughs> Bill and Hillary <laughs> took that money and it's like, maybe, but also like Somebody helped them move that money. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think I think that money truly is the root of all evil. Like every single bad thing that's ever happened is because somebody wanted more money or uh, yeah, something yeah. like that. And you know, I will say as somebody who was making tons of it, mm-hmm. um, it does change you and you do start doing <laughs> shit that you're like, ooh, this is suspect. But mm-hmm. You know, everybody says they're going to be one way. And then when it comes, you have no idea. You have no idea what, if you there's a possibility to make millions and they're like, this is the X, Y, Z things you can do to get it or make more. Mm-hmm. You're going to throw your integrity right out the door. <laughs> you think money is going to change you? No, because I've had a lot of it. And for the most part, I'll steal from the establishment. I have no problem doing that. I don't want to steal from my coworkers. I don't want to steal from people who uh, need the money, like my busters, my bartender. I won't steal from them, but like. Okay, so so you're you're saying on the record, <laughs> on the record, that thousandaire Sydney is going to be the same as millionaire Sydney. I mean, at that time, I won't even be touching my money. Other people be working for me, so right. You know. But but Sydney with millions is going to be. Is this, this, this what we gonna get? Is this, this is the, you're not gonna change at all. Now, the crazy thing is, is that I'm a comedian. So if y'all try to cut this <laughs> shit up, this is out of context and all of it is jokes. This is a motherfucking bit. <laughs> <laughs> remember, it's a bit, I'm a comedian, ha ha ha. Um, get that in the, get that in the clip, bitch. Yes, yes, yes. Um, no, but I, if I, I would never be a Republican because I feel like Republican is truly just based off of money and other people who have money and making sure that they keep all their money. You know what I mean? And I don't want to just look out for people who have money. I want to look out for the people who are less than and even Mm -hmm. the people who might have the same amount, you know? Yeah. When I had tons of money, I would pay pay for people's drinks. Let's get cabs. Let's do this. Let's do that. I was a very giving person, but I have to be giving before I get money. That's just... You sound like my mom right now. Yeah. My mom is like that. She's like, you have to give money to get money. Because every time I speak to my mom, she's like, okay, well, this pastor in Haiti called and said that they need to get some money for some chairs. And I'm like, chairs? That's the last time I spoke to my mom. Chairs? Mm-hmm. I said, but we in quarantine. Yes, yes, yes. But that's not going to be forever. They don't need the chairs after this is over. That's hilarious. But they don't need them right now. <laughs> <laughs> how much is a chair volume? $20. $20? So how many chairs y'all getting? So how many chairs do they need? 
I mean, and my I'm, mom's like, oh yeah, to uh, you, you. No, I was gonna say that my mom's like, well, your brother gave me money for four chairs. Your dad gave me money for this <laughs> many chairs. Your sister, and I'm like, well, what do you need my chair money for? You already got like twelve chairs. And she's like, you have to give money to get nothing. She said to me, and I was like, you got, but you can't give to get. Yeah. Well, if you ain't got nothing to give, then. And it also, who am I giving my money to? I gotta give my money to some dude who's claiming they need chairs. Where are these chairs coming from? Yeah, you can't trust Amazon? everybody who's saying they're raising money. But, you know, I will say when Marie was making, you know, X amount of money, she was she turned a different leaf. She was being more generous. It was actually um, quite nice to see. Mm, I don't know. I don't think that I was. I don't think that I was spending like a lot. No, more you money weren't spending a lot of money. It was more like you were being more thoughtful. You would oh, take a well. I mean, it's easier to be thoughtful when your bills are paid. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like when, when you have money coming in and you're like, oh, there's more where that came from. You know what? I should get some flowers for so and so. Yeah. You know who would love these, these uh, latex pants, Sydney. You know who needs a new wig, Carolina. Like it's easy to be generous and thoughtful when you don't have things to worry about financially. Well, that's why on the topic so why are these fucking racists okay Mm. why are these Mm. racist white people who Mm -hmm. are doing well everything is good why are you doing the things that you what about cops cops are making so much money their life is on the line their life is on the line people who become cops are like it's like former bullies or like football players that wanted to go pro didn't go pro got fat and now they're angry at people who are faster than them i don't know i don't know why but i also do know that not all racists are rich Mm. it's poor people who are racist yeah it's people who don't have money that hate people who don't look like them yeah so it's like but a lot of the people who do have the power are racist and rich yeah well those people are racist because they're like, I'm better than everything else that's below me. This is literally beneath me. I don't know. I feel like, like that's why we didn't report yesterday because we were, I don't know, I'm I'm tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. And I had to take a break from Instagram because I was, I was watching all these videos about like from Tupac and Angela Davis mm-hmm. and about racism and police brutality and about guns and revolutions. And I was like, but also, like, this is like, it's, it's like igniting something in me. But then I'm looking at the post about like all the people who've died and people have like slideshows and it's like sad news. It, it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. And I'm like, I just, I, I needed to take a break. Yeah. So and it, we didn't record yesterday. We, I was, I was going through my own personal uh, turmoil, but mm-hmm. you know, you, you just feel like, okay, we just talked about. Ahmad, like two weeks ago, yeah. and then yeah. you know Brianna, and then George, the the, the, the Amy well, when Cooper. The George thing, when the George thing happened, I was like, "Oh, this, this is old." And then I was like, oh, "This no, is ma'am. the one." It was very, it was fresh. She still had the price tag on it. I mean, we were still talking about Amy Cooper. We didn't, we didn't even the paint wasn't even dry over that no, over ma'am. there. I mean, they were the, like, "You can, you, we still." And as an artist, you're just like, all right, this is not funny, you know, and I can't make this funny. And But also, it's not funny, and now my, I'm in a badass mood. Yeah, but that, um, this is what I'm going to say about that, though. Like, so I find, I follow Tony Baker. Mm-hmm. 
on Instagram. He does like those funny animal voiceovers. Yeah. And he posted about George like a, the day before, like I, the day before, like everything really blew up. Mm-hmm. And people were in the comments like, I don't follow you for this. This is not funny. Like I'm unfollowing you. And it's like, okay. It, like that's, that's your privilege mm-hmm. to be able to see something that's happening to be, to black folks and then be like, well, I'm not here for that content. But as, as an entertainer, as a comedian, it's not my job to make someone's death funny. No, not one bit. Because if you can only enjoy black people when they're entertaining you, but you can't feel bad for a black person that's in pain or being murdered, then you don't need to be here. Yeah. Because realistically, I was, I was black when you got here, and I'm going to be black when you leave. So you can go. And also, it's um, like, who the fuck are you to write that ty- type of message in my in my comments and i can read that i can read like people don't understand that we see everything everything yeah we might not respond to everything but we see everything that y'all write bitch i go through the comments back and forth and then Mm -hmm. sometimes i write down these motherfuckers names i'm like hold on you amy dash two okay (laughs) i might i might slide through Okay. Doggy lover sixty nine. Okay, let me see what they're talking about. Yeah, and then it's just, and then you then you click on their page, and then you're like, oh, you're sad. You have pictures of cans. You just have cans. Cans. <laughs> cans. Oh, they trying to get their Warhol. No, on honey, just cans. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, you don't have no dining room table. You, honey, <laughs> ain't got no curtains in your living room. Also me, but it's just like, oh, you doing. Oh, you're miserable over there. So it's just like, ah. But I, for me, yeah. when all this stuff is going on, anything that I think is funny, I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's it's mute. It it's stupid, and I want to pay respect to whatever's going on, and also my mental health. You know. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. So black folks are posting this stuff, and we're being sad, and we're trying to revolutionize. And then you guys are posting, look what my dog did today. Look at her cute little dog boots, and her dog vest, and her dog blazer. And it's like, yeah, but bitch, you cannot erase you our could've... pain with a TikTok. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't. A dance move is not hit him with the woe is not going to help me like get through my day right now. Brutalities like woe. I mean, my um, my um my psychiatrist. I told, I told my doctor. I told him. I said, "Hey, I need to uh like um up my dosage, and I need mm-hmm. three months worth of meds." He said, "Yeah, we're gonna have to do an evaluation because this is a red flag. Like, why you need more meds and a higher dosage? What you about to do over there? What's going on over there?" And I said, well, um, during, you know, the times, you know what's going on. He's like, yeah, I know what time it is, bitch. And you need an evaluation. I said, oh, okay. Wow. Really? You going to do that to me, sir? That's how you going to you, you gonna do me, Dr. Gray? You going to talk to what? me on, on the phone like that? Wow. During this climate? During, <laughs> in this economy? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you should be upping every black person's dosage of meds. Antidepressants, if you can. That's our reparations. Speaking of black people, Dusty, um, so I finally watched Euphoria last night. And I had seen the pilot, and I was like, oh, this is, uh-uh. I, I finished it, and I was like, oh, it was pretty, but 
Anyway, so I sat through a couple of episodes yesterday, and we talk about Zendaya. Zendaya? Is it Zendaya or Zendaya? Z-Z. I always, I, I can never get it. I feel bad. Yeah. I think it's Zendaya. I think it's Zendaya. I think she's great. Oh, no. She, she's great. She's great. She's a really good actress. She's a good actress. She's, she's working. She's got a great voice. I was listening to her music yesterday. I was like, okay. She works. Yeah. Huh? She works. She works. She seems like she seems like she got a good head on her shoulders. Um, she dresses her ass off on the red carpet. She gives me like like baby Rihanna vibes, but like not, you know. I don't know. I like her. Zendaya. Oh, uh, okay, with Zendaya appreciation. I love it. Yeah, we stand Zendaya for Z. Post. We stand. Yeah. Z. I mean, I feel like she seems like she's a good influence. I feel like the kids love her. I have no idea how old she is. How old is she? She could be 24 or she could be 15. I'm going to say she's 24. What is Angie? She is 23. Wow, that beach. Wow. She was born in 1996. That motherfucking beach. She's rude. Well, good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. But anyway, the show is the show is interesting. Andrew, have you seen before? No, I don't. I don't really care to. I don't know. Uh, I hear it's like hard to like watch. Well, that's that's triggering. I think that's how I felt the first time I watched it, and I just was like, oh, this is dark. It's Um, it's triggering. But but yesterday I was in kind of a dark mood, so I was like, ah, I got time. Mm. And I watched like three or four episodes. Yeah, it is. It's about teenagers having sex and doing drugs, and the way they shoot it, you feel like you're on drugs Mm -hmm. after a couple of episodes. It's like, oh, I shouldn't have taken that fentanyl. Oh, bitch. Why did I do it? It's like, Oh no! All I'm doing is drinking water on my couch. But also, for me, it's upsetting because all these people are popping pills and getting fucked up. And I was like, "You guys look amazing. That's not yeah. possible." As someone <laughs> who's attractive and has done ketamine in a McDonald's at nine a.m., yeah, you don't. Nine a.m. since you did you did ketamine while the McGriddles was out. Yes, honey, we went to McDonald's. <laughs> we bumped it up, and then I ordered a um a English muffin. Egg McMuffin or whatever with cheese got was in a K hole at the register. They tried to throw me out. So when you're in a K hole, is that like when you're blacked out? So you don't know what you're doing, or you're just doing. You're aware, but you're moving like slower. You are so slow. You can't really move. It's like uh, you're out. You're you're literally in a hole, and um, it takes a little bit to get out of it. But you feel crazy. And it's not fun, and it's embarrassing. So then, why do people do it? Because uh, you know, it's we escapism. You know, escapism. Mm-hmm. And also, nobody is purposely trying to get in a hole. You kind of just slip into it because you're doing too much. Okay, so you have to take a certain amount. You have to do a lot mm-hmm. to get in a K hole. Yeah. You don't just. That's not like a, an automatic. No, you gotta be Result you of. gotta be doing too much or you gotta be drinking and you do it's a it's real foolish. You know, yeah. anybody who's listening to this and you're you're doing drugs, you might be bumping up K right now. Let me mm. tell you, I'm not judging you, but I, I say, am. you know, do a couple of cycles of it and then get it out of your system. It's not it's not worth it. I will a say couple it's a couple cycles. It's a silly drug. It's silly. I mean, but most drugs are silly. Let's go through the list of drugs that are, that exist. And then after I say it, you say silly or not silly. Okay. Cocaine. Not silly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, weed. 
it's, it's, even think it's, it's not silly, really but silly, anymore. but silly things happen on the weed. Yes. Okay. Um, meth. Woo. That's dumb. It's a dumb drug. It's like yeah. you don't need this because it, it, it's before you know it, you are so up, like up, up, mm-hmm. up. You are talking too much. You are cleaning too much. You are dancing too much. You're not eating. There's so no- is meth? Is meth like super cocaine? Yes. It's worse than cocaine. Okay. Well, no, I'm saying because like cocaine is like an upper, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's, it, it gives you meth like is energy. an upper too. It it's upper. It's up all right. You gonna be all the way on the roof. That's how. That's how up you gonna be. <laughs> um, Andrew, I feel like you drink a little bit, but I do, you don't yeah. really do any drugs. Right? I've never done any drugs. Not even um, weed. I don't know. I'm just like uh, I'm just like afraid. afraid. I, I have like a, a an addictive personality. Mm. And, okay, talk about it. And I just feel that I'm just like I'm fine right now. I right now I'm at a point where it's like there's no like hole to be filled with yeah with with drugs. So um, let's just avoid it. Smart. I don't mind. Like I have a lot of friends that we'll do whatever and I can mm-hmm. be around them but mm-hmm. uh it's I'm just like whatever I don't I don't know I just don't want to that's fine you yeah to, you don't have to explain why you do or you don't do you know I know but so many people expect you to explain yeah. you know and that's I feel like that's why like I just go to a place where I'm like hey here's why I'm not you know doing cocaine or you know um but yeah because I didn't even have my first drink until my 21st birthday I waited. Oh, I, I know. Wait. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like that was probably for the worse, probably. If I sort of was figuring it out when everybody else was, then I probably think that I would um, have a better relationship with alcohol than with I do. Alcohol. Huh. But who knows? Interesting. I think I had my first drink, I don't know, when I was a kid. But the first time I got drunk, I was like 15 or 16. Like, that's the first time I got blackout drunk. And I was at my friend's house. We lived a block away from my parents. And I wanted to get drunk. I had never been drunk, but I, I was like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. going to drink until I get drunk. And, you know, we drank the Smirnoff. Remember Smirnoff? Yeah. Smirnoff. Smirnoff ice. Shout out to Smirnoff. America. For America. America. Oh, my God, uh-huh. yes. There he is, right? Yeah. Full circle. Yeah. And, um... I don't know. I just remember we were just, like on the street drinking at my time because we were at a barbecue and we were like, oh, let's get on the street because that's cool. And um, and then I, I was drunk and they were like, Marie, we taking you home. And I was like, no. Wow. That like sobered me up a little bit because I was like, oh, I can't go home like this. This, yeah. is, this is bad. And they're like, well, you can't stay with us. You gotta go. <laughs> Are you seeing a lot of people in your area like um, publicly drinking? Because, now? Like, yeah. Um, not really, but all of the bars are doing drinks to go. Yeah. Uh, so, it's basically New Orleans up here now. Okay. I know, it's crazy. Mardi Gras! And I just, like, I think it's so wild because the, like, crowds will form, like, outside mm-hmm. of a bar. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, there's a reason that you're not allowed inside of the bar is because there should not be crowds. Uh, but they're just, like, sort of, everyone's just sort of convening in front of these these bars to get to go drinks and it's like why are you paying for like this overpriced cocktail just when you go just to have the liquor store bitch like come on yeah. go to the liquor store you can get, you can get a little box of wine Woo! 
Exactly. Oh, oh they box. last so long. Yeah. No, not not the big box. I mean, you can get like a little, like a like a oh the carton, a yeah. carton of wine. Yeah. yeah. And they're like mm. four dollars. They taste awful. I mean, at least the ones I've had. Oh wow! They oh, taste I awful. had one the other day. <laughs> I think I think it was rosé, or it was like was... a white wine. Anyway, me and Carolina were walking through the streets of Brooklyn. Like anything that feels on the box so is weird. Gross. It doesn't taste. It tastes like box, like that box water. It fucking. Don't you like box? It tastes like. Honey, you are so funny. Don't you wish your girlfriend liked box <laughs> like, like me? Um, yeah, I think I think <laughs> this is. I think this is the year of no box for me. <laughs> I think I think we're you're taking a you taking a break from the box. I think we're shutting down uh, the business. I think no. yes, yes. I think it's going to be stop, drop, shut them down, and up and up, shop, box. Oh box. no. Um, no. Should we talk about heartbreak? Yeah, I think we should. heartbreak hotel. Yeah, we should talk about it a little bit. Um, somebody asked me to do a show this week about being dumped. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, we talk about a time that you were dumped and it doesn't have to be funny. I was like, well, I already don't want to do that. She was like, it doesn't have to be funny, but we talk about like whatever you think is unresolved in the relationship. And I was like, I would love to do this show because I think you're great, but I've never been dumped because um, I've only ever had the one boyfriend. And I said, well, I'll, after this quarantine is over, I'll try harder to get dumped. <laughs> um, that's that's me doing my part but um yeah feelings are powerful but also i feel like feelings suck mm. i don't like feelings mm-hmm. at all and um you know rejection is real getting broken mm-hmm. up with is real um just feeling like lost in the dating world is real and mm-hmm. um you know we all have to find a way to cope with it but I mean, people who are dealing with whatever during the pandemic is even harder, you know, like you mean dealing with what? like heartbreak or breakups or just miscommunication during quarantine. It's like the fuck we have way too much time to think right now, you know, and that's why anybody who did, dealt with a breakup before quarantine is hard, but it's even harder if. A nigga is like, yo, so this not gonna work out no more. And you're like, oh, so I just gotta sit in this room and think about <laughs> this is not happening no more. Yeah, but couples, couples are breaking up now. Yeah, like filing for divorce, mm-hmm. breaking up, yeah. separating. Like, who's the girl from the hills that just got divorced or filed for divorce? Is it the hills? One of the one of these girls. Uh-huh. Well, I know um, one, of, one of the Olsen twins, you were talking about them earlier. They ju- One of them just got divorced. Good. Oh, yeah. She tried to, like, expedite it. And the judge was like, this is not important. <laughs> this is not important. Yeah. Y'all going to just have to deal. Do we know why that Olsen twin got a divorce? I don't know. I idea. mean, they probably had, like, a 50-year-old age gap. You know they, like, senior citizens. I heard it was over kids. I don't know if she wanted them and he didn't. I feel like he wanted them and she didn't. Hmm. Interesting. They, I don't. I don't get like a a, ma- a mother energy from either of the twins. It, yeah, it, Mary. It was Mary Kate. Mary Kate. Is that? I don't. I can't tell the yeah. difference between them. I just. They're both. I just say Mary Kate. They, it, tomato, tomato. 
Yeah. Tomato, tomato, potato, Ashley. Um, <laughs> Andrew, have you ever had your heart broken? Uh, well, I mean, like, like just like the small ones, like with like a few dates, I'll be annoyed if like someone uh, is like, I don't want to do this anymore. When I'm like, okay, that's annoying. Yeah. Um, that you sort of like agreed to go on these <laughs> these dates. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, the two serious relationships I've been in, I've been the one to call it off. Luckily. Um, luckily. Is that what it is? I mean, yeah. I mean, like, they still, it still, like, fucked me up. And I'm like, at least, like, it wasn't, like, it, at least it was my call, you know? But does your call make it better? Uh, yeah, because it's, you know, like, they were both pretty. I mean, like, they saw it coming, but they were still, like, surprised that, like, I sort of, like, made the decision, yeah. you know? Um, and I was just like, yeah, this, it sucks, but I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And it was very, very upsetting. Uh, but, yeah, it, but I think that they were more affected, which makes sense. Because you broke up with them. Yeah. Were you still, yeah. did you, were you able to date right after? Mm, I mean, like, I started, like, going, I like, I get, it was more like casual stuff directly after. But then um, I haven't been in a relationship since. Uh, the breakup. I broke up. Yeah. Which was yeah. well over a year ago. Yeah. Um, really? It's already been a year? Yeah. Remember we bumped into them in Union Square? Yeah. Sydney? Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Was that when we were shooting Broad City? It was when I you were shooting so. Broad City. Yeah, shout out to Broad City. I were out on that cold ass day. Yeah. Yeah. That was so uh, funny, Anne. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, I'm like, yo, I've been, I was in the longest relationship I've ever been in. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm obviously a codependent person because mm-hmm. of the last relation. And that was based off me. And mm-hmm. I like being in a relationship if it's good, but mm-hmm. I haven't been a, by myself like in a long time. I haven't been, I'm like always searching for something else. And so I think I need to just work on being by myself. But it's like, ah, I don't hate myself, but it's like, we need to put something else in the mix. Okay. (laughs) Put something else in the mix. I'm like, you know, you know what I am? I am like a a cheeseburger without, without the bun. And the onions and the tomatoes. That's what I am. I'm the cheeseburger. Like the burger is mainly the cheese in the burger, which is great. But you know, I like to add some bread to it. I don't get this analogy. You do the cheeseburger yeah. without the burger and the bun. Without without the bun. Without the bun. So you're like, is that a protein burger? Um, you can't even like eat that. You have to eat that with like a knife and fork. Yes. Yeah, California yeah. style. Yeah, that's what I am. Hmm. So I want to, you know, remember, <laughs> remember when I was, I, yeah, the analogy doesn't work. I'm, I'm all about throwing analogies out there that don't make no damn sense. It's fun. Uh, but, you know, remember when I was saying all this, like, oh, I want somebody to pop my top. I want to slim bit. No, I need to just be by myself. I think I'm, I think I'm too sensitive right now. Yeah. I think I have too many feelings. Yeah. I have a lot of feelings. You've always had a lot of feelings. Yeah, but it, it, now it's different. The feelings hit different in the pandemic, okay? The, yeah. And also, the feelings hit different when you are 35. 
I said that out loud again. But yeah, that's it. Just, but I feel like, I feel like they shouldn't hit harder. I feel like they should, in my mind, anyway, the older you get, the more like jaded you become and the, the more experienced you are. So it's like, oh, I've done this already. I'm not going to do this again. In, in my opinion, anyway. I haven't had a ton of relationships, to be honest. I've had, like, I've hooked up with people. You know, your girl got, your, your girl got a roster, okay? She got some marriage. I've had some, some things, but I'm not, like, a ton of relationships. And most of the time, I get broken up with. Hmm. I get broken up with. I get hurt. But I'd be ready to get right back up and be like, let's get hurt again, friend. Let's do it. <laughs> it's fun. I'm not. That's so brave. Yeah, That's, brave is the right word. No, I That's would so, yeah. say psychotic, but thank you. Also psychotic. <laughs> yes, yeah. brave, brave and crazy. But I mean, you are not gonna get over somebody by sitting at your house. Yep. You gotta go out and meet somebody else. Yeah. Wendy Williams always says the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else. Yeah, uh, and she's she's the queen of great relationships, isn't she? <laughs> But but that's true. I think that's like if you're trying to do something casual, yes. But I personally think I don't have casual vibes. My I'm intense. I got, you know, I want to do nice things. I want to I want to be on a regular schedule. I I can't just be like niggas coming in and out. It's just that's not where I'm at right now. I mean, that's not where I'm at. That's not where I think Andrew's at either. But I, I think. I don't know. Some people like being in relationships and they don't like to be by themselves or they don't want to be in their own heads mm-hmm. and they don't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if you are always going from relationship to relationship, then you don't really know who you are, what your voice is, and which, what matters to you and what you can do by yourself. Mm. That's that's what I think. Drag me. Okay, cool. Well, I'm not saying <laughs> that about you specifically, but like I had a friend in college and she would jump from boyfriend to boyfriend, like piggyback from one to another and her relationships were always bad. Yeah. She would be with these guys that were like, she was not really compatible with, but like, she just didn't want to be by herself. So she would fight with these men all the time. Mm. And then she would leave that one after six months or a year and then be with somebody else that she was fighting with all the time. And I was like, sis, just sit down. Just like, these men are not going to go anywhere. There's plenty of penises in the sea. Just like, go to class and like, just be by yourself for a while. But she just hated not being in the relationship. My problem is that I'm an Uber driver for emotions in relationships. Uh-huh. Like, I just want to mm. pick up. I don't care if it's a fucking pool. Let's go. I'm like, come in, come out, come in. Like, how far are you going? It don't matter. And it's like, girl, you need to to close up shop. You need to take a break. That's a great, that was a good analogy. That one landed. <laughs> Oh, thank you. <laughs> and the, what was that one? The burger the, one? The, the burger without the bun. Yeah. <laughs> the burger without the bun and the cheese. But it does, because um, I, I want to, I don't know, I like spreading myself too thin. That's what it really is about. Why? Why? Who does that help? It don't help me. Right. Help so me. then why do it? And every time Especially I, every time I have this podcast, I'm like, who is, who would want to date me listening to this podcast? Everybody. No. Literally. No, ma'am. <laughs> not me. 
Not I. No, but... not, no, no, thank you. But me, I sometimes I listen to the podcast and I'm like, do you know our suitors will probably listen to to this? Well, let's hope they skip this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, friend. Let's hope they skip this one. Oh my God, baby girl. We're off. Yeah, There's I... so many better episodes that you can listen to where you're like, oh, this is why this is why somebody wanted to see me. Listen to the episode where she got arrested. Listen to that episode. That's a good oh, that's a key, what was that key. called? Uh, Sydney. Sydney is the new orange. Or orange. Orange, orange is the new Sydney. Sydney. Orange, new Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. You, you really did. You were perfect in asking all the right questions. That was oh, so good. You were leading me into the right way. We should re uh, repost that episode. That was a good one. We will. We're gonna we're gonna go back and, and repost some of the classics. Yeah. That one, um, Eat, Pray, Ho, yeah. The Runaway Bride Expert. Oh, man. That was, like, so wild. Andrew, have you heard that episode? I don't think I have. You was have that, is that one of your, um, is that one of your first episodes? It was, it was, you know, it was a season one. Yeah. It was definitely yeah. season one. Um, if we were going to break up our podcast as a season, what would that look like? Season one would be the first year, or season one would be when we were doing it at Anthony's house? Like, when would we? Yeah. Season one would be when we were not actually recording on the microphones but screaming into the laptop. Yeah, that was, that was, that's, I that's love fun. that. <laughs> we had microphones, we just weren't using them. So we many screaming. seasons, friend. It was crazy. Screaming. We've been through we've been through a lot and you know, obviously we haven't gotten all the awards and accolades that we deserve as no. as uh, you know, podcast hosts. But you know, we still we still do what we can for the children, the kids. The yeah. teens, yes. and mm-hmm. we just want to do more and move up to something else. Mm-hmm. It takes us. We are all about the small incline. We like we go. We go up a little bit here, 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 and we fall down. We yeah. fall down, but we get up. We fall down, but we get up. That's a church song. Um, yeah, I should have sang that. that for uh, church. No, for the talent show. Uh, Marie, three things that you think I should work on while I'm not in a relationship. Okay, three things that I think you should work on. Yeah. Um, I think that you should work on being... Uh, I think you should work on being uh, honest. Mm-hmm. Not because you lie, but like, you can work on like knowing exactly what you want yes and then knowing that you have to tell the person that you're interested in exactly what you want right okay i think you should work on um, being uh, this is hard i wasn't ready for this I didn't, I didn't have no notes yeah, i'll be asking real questions sydney. yeah you're like three and it's like three reasons why okay there are three reasons why sydney needs to work on these things before her next relationship yeah um, I think you should work on being cooler, mm. cool, more cool mm. in terms of like, yeah, you like this person, but let them come to you. Right. You know, let them come to you. Sometimes the chase is is better than the actual thing. But like, I think you deserve to be chased a little bit. Okay. Um, you deserve that, friend. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing that I think you need to work on is um, also being a hoe. That's the third thing. Oh, I think while you wait thing. for this next this, I think while you wait for this next relationship to pop off, whatever that is, 
I think you gotta go out there and sow some oats, sis. You gotta you gotta sit on some faces and you gotta let some people sit on you. I think you sit gotta sit on some faces. That's the title sit of on some the faces. <laughs> Go out the there and sit on some faces. Episode. Sit on 100%. some faces. Right. So being honest about what you want. Mm-hmm. Um uh playing hard to get, but like, you know, enjoying people chasing you. Mm-hmm. And then the third and most important thing is being a hoe. Because I think that's how you develop a thicker skin, and that's how you you, you build up a little skill senses, you know. Yeah. Ah, la, 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 la. <laughs> Ooh, you gotta be a hoe in order to know what the love of your life really, really needs. Right. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Um, um, are we gonna ask somebody else? Should I do? The I same? feel like I feel like you've been really solid during quarantine. At least what you've expressed to me i mean like you've been such a great listener uh with like talking to your friends and reaching out Mm -hmm. uh and i mean you've been doing sid can cook which Mm -hmm. is crazy i can't even imagine sort of coordinating that Mm -hmm. uh week to week um but very stressful yeah i mean (laughs) if we're talking about ways that sydney can improve i think that we should also talk about the way that sydney is also winning Okay, there we go. This is this is why you're here, Andrew, to, to yeah. tell us why Sydney's winning. I don't know. Andrew, just... give us give us three give us three ways that you think that Sydney's winning. Because uh, I gave okay, three that she need to work on. So, being there for her friends, yes, was one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, creating content okay. consistently, very important, and just staying hot. Mm, right Ooh, number three mm-hmm. the number threes <laughs> are always the, the is the number it's like hot ho Woo. okay yeah. that's it hot ho hot ho hot ho um that's what your license plate should be if you should ever get a car okay i think i can make that happen or i just get like a nameplate hot ho um <laughs> marie i will uh i'll give you three things that uh that i, I need to work on yes while i wait for this next relationship yes Okay. Obviously, you know, I'm going to say, uh, number one, be Mm. a little bit more open. Okay. Wow. But I see, I see what you're doing and I'm proud of you. You actually are getting there. Not there all the way, but you're getting there. (laughs) And I'm proud of that. From almost. I feel like this is the most open I've ever been. You've ever been in six years, bitch. I, it's like you're a different person. 180. That's crazy. But I think you can do more work. Wow. I think you actually can do more in terms of vulnerability. I don't think you're as oh yeah. I don't like that. You don't like that. It's it's actually a hate crime to say that in front of you. So um, vulnerability is so important. Like vulnerable. And I'm like vulnerable. I can't even say the word. It it, it hurts. I think it's easier to talk to you now. But I think if I was dating you, I would be a little scared to say something. So when you say vulnerability, right? Mm -hmm. What does does that mean? I need to not be so judgy. Does that mean mean that I need to bear my soul and open my heart? I think I don't always know what you talk about in your you know situations, but I don't think you people know you, but they don't know you. Like they don't get down to the nitty gritty of Marie. But what does it mean to know somebody? Like my deepest darkest fears that's a start like your fears like i have to start with you know, the deepest not, not, darkest not fears. your deepest darkest fears but things that things that make you a little soft things that make you 
worry, things that you make you a little like not weak, but just, oh, I think I might I might cry about that a little bit. Like nobody knows what those oh. things are. Mm. Yeah, no, literally nobody. Nobody. <laughs> I sometimes I know like, I, I know a smidget of things that like I know can tick you off a little bit, but even as a friend that talks to you every single day, I'd be like, yo, really? Really get underneath this bitch's skin? I don't know, but like hilarious, ugly baby. Oh really. God, shut up! <laughs> Look at that ugly baby out of here. Yeah, shut that's up. me being vulnerable. Yeah, talking about, about all your child ugly. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and the last thing I would wait was that two things? Oh, <laughs> that was one thing. There, yeah, there was one thing. Okay, that's fine. We can count vulnerability as two. Yeah, because that seemed like a lot of work. Yeah, I would. Too, I would be. I would like to see you be more open to a relationship. I feel like you're. That's not on your. Um, that hasn't really been on your radar mm. since I know you. You know, you've always been like, yeah, I'm having fun. You know, pop that pussy, twerk that thing, and then it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, sis, I want. Yo, Sydney, when you met me, I was in a. And I said, I don't like it. I don't want to see this. And but you now, hated it. But now, and then I was single for five years, whatever. And now you're like, bitch, it's time to get a man. Yeah, with a car. And when he think he wants to do things for your friends, that's what I really want. Wow, wow. When art imitates life. Yeah. And, okay, and the and third one. Give more hugs, friend. Just, oh, no, see, not in anymore. This, in this current <laughs> climate, you want me to be hugging people now? Sis, this is we. This is a wave. This is waving life. Twenty twenty is the year of the hang. Okay, oh okay, stay there. <laughs> okay. Friend, um, okay. Uh, three good things about you. Um, Oh, wait, do we want Andrew to give them? Oh, yes, yes, Andrew. You should do that. Or you and Andrew can give them together. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You go first. I can lay them. I'll lay them. You go first. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta go. That's hilarious, Andrew. You are are fearless. You are fearless. Thank you. You you literally will think of something and you're like, I'm gonna do it. And it doesn't matter. You you don't, you're like, that's what we're doing. I want to go on a trip on an eat pray hold trip by myself i'm doing it whatever uh i want to shoot this video and do it and put it up and that like you don't overthink things like you do i but do overthink you do things. overthink things but you also take initiative and you're like i'm gonna fucking do it whatever you're working on your pilot right now like you're yeah, you're actively so working on it you're writing you're doing it it's hard. it's hard but you're you're you say you were gonna do it and you're fucking doing it bitch and it's well, because I'm surrounded by people who are talking about what they want to do and they never do it. But then I see people, I'm a degree of separation from people who are doing really well because yeah. they do the things they they say that they want to do. Like, like I'll watch, I'll be on like Benny Drama's page on Instagram and be like, when did you have time to do all of this? These costume changes, this makeup changes, there's looks, there's music, there's choreography, yeah. like, the stuff that I'm putting up is not even half as much work as that. But like, you got production value and a and a camera ma- like it's beautiful. I don't know. I see people who are putting out really really great yeah. stuff and they're selling shows and they're writing movies, 
I just I feel like there's no reason why I can't be one of those people too. You're gonna be one of those people, bitch. Thank you so much. <laughs> Andrew. Um, I mean, I've always thought I mean, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Um that I mean like I think like the mask that you sort of like wear where you're like completely fearless. Like I was fully convinced that was just you for a while. And mm. I was just like, nothing scares her. And I think that there's I mean, you're not letting people in to a, to a degree, but I think it's also like working a lot in your favor mm-hmm. as well. And I'm and I'm jealous of your ability to like let everyone know, like, hey, like I really just don't give a fuck about like what you think or <laughs> anything, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I'll call that a mask. I, ultimately, I care what people think, but realistically I'm not gonna let them tell me what I can and can't do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because we all care what people think. We we have to care. I'm in the right. business of caring. Yeah. What yeah, people I, think about me matters. <laughs> yeah. I don't know for, but for the longest time I was like fully convinced that it was like she really does not care. And I like this is like a superhuman. <laughs> oh wow. That. Thank you. <laughs> I would take that as a compliment that it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but I posted a video about wanting compliments like a week ago and somebody commented and was like this is the type of confidence that I want to have and I was like you just have to act like you have it literally you just have to act like you have it and then you have it Yeah. right like if you act confident people just think you're confident <laughs> and then you are that thing until you decide you don't want to be that anymore but like I was not always a confident person I was shy and you know, my clothes were ugly and my shoes were ugly and my hair was like when I was a kid, like I wasn't allowed to dress how I wanted to dress and do the things I wanted to do. And I got made fun of for it. And now I'm a grown up and I only do the things that I like and I wear the things that I like. And people are like, oh, that's cool. It's cool because it's who I am. You know, mm-hmm. is that fake deep? No, it's real. Like when you when you do things that you like or you wear things that you like, or you say things that you enjoy, there are people who are also fans of that because it's because it's it's attractive to be you, to be an individual. Mm-hmm. So that's it. You can and look I think like that, everybody else, and you can shop at H&M, or you can thrift out of a garbage can. Uh, yeah. That's not where I shop, but you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I think that that's also why, like, so many, like, when Sydney earlier you were saying that no one would want to date me that listens to this mm-hmm. and me, Marie and I mm. disagreed with you because it's like you're being honest with everything and I think that's what what draws it, it, it draws people to you. Mm-hmm. And it, like just people in, in general, when you're being honest and like you're letting it all out there. It doesn't matter like, how like pretty it is or whatever. It's yeah. I mean, people respond to this that the Sydney post. People love how, like, the same way that people are like, oh, you're so confident, I want that. People love how open and vulnerable and honest Sydney is about everything that's going on in her life. They're like, oh, my God, you're going through this thing with antidepressants. I, too. Or, oh, you're sober. I think this. Like, people hit Sydney up when they're sad. Like, they're like, hey, you know, I'm... <laughs> no, they, they but do, they do. Yeah. They're like... They're like, oh, or when they think that they have a, a problem with substance abuse, they'd be like, well, let me see what Sydney has to say about it. Like, Sydney Loki is a therapist. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, people be like, I'm sad. Let me see what Sydney's doing because 
She's sad, but she be she be putting gems on her eyes. I need to know how she that. <laughs> I'm gonna do one more about you, Miranda. We gotta get to Andrew and wrap it up. Um, yeah. uh, Marie, I will. The last thing is that you are undeniably funny, undeniably funny, and and it feels like you are really in your bag right now, and you're really working on even through the hardest time, you're still maintaining the joy and the humor. And um, whenever I'm fucking sad, I know, yeah, I might not be able to cry in front of you, but you're going to make me feel <laughs> you, you sham while my tears, but you you sham while them with laughter. And I'm, I'm, I feel better after talking to you. So um, That's good. I think that you're just, you're so funny and you stay funny. I don't I don't feel funny all the time and I don't feel like everything that's happening right now a lot of it doesn't make me want to be funny but I like talking to you too friend like you'll call me sometimes and I'm like oh, this is going to talk for an hour and a half and I'm like whoo I'm glad I didn't hit ignore <laughs> I'm glad I didn't decline I'm just yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank I you. do, but I, I I feel better when I talk to you. So thank you, friend. That was one for you as well. Yeah. I also feel better when I speak to you. Good, uh, Andrew. We're gonna start with uh, with good things. Well, no, we guess we shouldn't end on things to work on. No, we don't want to end on bad things. No. We we're gonna well, do. They're not we're really do bad. A... These are just things to work on. They're not bad. Nothing is bad. Okay. We've all said okay. nothing but yes. positive things. Okay, but I think I'm gonna start with a good thing. And then I'll start on something to, and then I'll say something to work on, and then we'll. Oh my god, <laughs> okay. my anxiety is like through the. No, 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 no. Um, a good thing, Andrew. I think that you are genuinely one of the nicest people that I know. Yes. Like genuinely, I can't even imagine you saying something bad about somebody, which is like ew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I feel like you are an actually nice person, and I like that about you because like I see you, and you're like. It's like, oh, this is like, it's like good and evil, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah. Yin and yang. Oh. Me and Andrew. I don't always feel the nicest. You so. said you don't always feel I the nicest? I don't always feel the nicest, so that's very nice to, to hear well, that I it's mean, coming across. Every, every day is not going to be, a, every day is not going to be the same. No. And yeah. every interaction that you have with somebody is not going to be like roses and whatever. But you, I feel like, always are nice. Yeah. Regardless. Even when you're trying to be like, a little bit shady, it's like, that was still kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney? Uh, something to work on. Mm-hmm. Andrew, I think you are really talented. And I think you're kind of like a jack of all trades. Like you're good at a lot of things. But mm-hmm. I, I want one thing that you really love doing and I want you to do it because whatever you're going to do is going to be so good and you have people who support you mm-hmm. no matter what like you created a fan base on this podcast you know yes. and so you do have a point of view and you you are funny and you you're great like whenever i need a flyer you whip it up real quick um and it's if, always top notch yeah and if i have a thought and i run it by you you always expand on it and I want you to do that so I can help you expand or help in any kind of way so that I you're like you're a star too. So I want I want So you. then so what's the actual thing that you're saying? Whatever you're saying? whatever you want to do that makes you happy, I want you to like work on it so that like we can be more supportive for you. 
yeah. and, lift that, you, and lift you up. That is so nice. Up. And we Thank don't really want to lift day. up a beige man, but we, you know. You, you like, yeah, you know that's anti. <laughs> that's that's anti-S&M. That's not our, our that's not brand really at our all, brand. but we actually want to support you. So. To up, um, uplift the beige? Woo-hoo. That hurts. <laughs> Whoosh. Okay, crime. Okay, and then I'm going to say one more thing that I think you need to work on, and then Sydney's going to end on something positive. Yes. yes? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, what I need you to work on. I need you to... Um, what am I going to say here? What, what, what no, just say it. I, I want you... I, I want you... <laughs> I'm, I'm stuttering because I don't know what I'm actually going to say. I'm trying to figure yeah, out I like, what I want okay, you to work so on. I'm getting excited. Um, I just want you to uh, stop paying for dates. And I want you to stop having sex with homeless men. And homeless Three. Guys. Um, One. And, and I One want single. you to. I want you to stand up for yourself in these relationships that you you put yourself in. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying yeah. relationship, but you know what I mean. Like, right. I feel like if there's something that somebody says that you feel like is disrespectful, or you feel like a man is is not being nice to you or respecting you in some way, I think you want. I, I need you to speak up for yourself. Yeah. I need you to be like. Actually, that's not what we're doing here. Yeah. And get the fuck or, out. No, I'm not paying for this. Or no, I'm not getting on this bus to go to this date with you. Like you, right. I deserve better, and you need to treat me like that. You need to. You need to pay what you owe. So yeah. that's what I want. Yeah, you I deserve you the best, Andrew. Yeah, okay. I want you to yeah. demand the respect that you know you deserve. Yeah. I'm working on it. Yeah, I know. Yes. Yeah. No, yes. Yeah. No, for sure. I need to stand up for myself a little bit more. Um, just because I think, I mean, obviously it's so easy to sort of like stay like content mm-hmm. and let people sort of walk all over you in some regard. Yes. Um, yeah. But also like, if you like somebody, if you like somebody and they like you, then they should treat you like they yep. like you. And they will yeah. treat you like it's, that. If yes. They, they like you shouldn't you. have to ask for them to treat you well. And if they don't want to, or they, they don't treat you well, then you don't need to be around that mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. You know, no. you can have sex with literally anybody else, anybody else. I don't have to have sex with you because you nasty. I'm gonna right. go bang this person, or I'm gonna go home and I don't know, touch myself. But I'm not gonna sit here and let you be mean to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That homeless man. He, he <laughs> He does not text back. Okay. I can well. tell you that. <laughs> well, because he ain't got no phone, babe. Yeah. He's got no Wi-Fi. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's on his data. He used it all up, babe. Use oh. it all up. <laughs> the worst. Uh, Sydney, we're ending on a positive. Positive. Yeah. Andrew, mm-hmm. you are like even when you're sad, mm-hmm. you are still like a light. You are still like a joy. Whenever I'm down and I call you, you are so you listen and you want to help and you you are very like solution oriented. And that's like so necessary especially right now like people are falling apart left and right and so you you bring joy into people's lives and so that's i feel like that's hard to do at times like especially if you have your own things going on but whenever i call you and even when you're in a bad place you still find a way to like make it better and make it good that's so sweet of you to say it's true Um, I felt so bad. I was telling Sydney this earlier. I felt really awful earlier um, because, like, obviously we didn't record yesterday. 
And I wasn't even like considering, I felt so awful that I wasn't even like considering like you guys are my friends and like how all of this stuff is affecting you. And then when you were like, we're not, we're not recording today because we're sad. And this is, it's sad to put the, say the least. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, okay, I need to, I need to like show up more. Um, I want to be a better friend. Just be there for people in the best way possible. Mm-mm-mm. Be there for people. Like people. people. In the best way possible. <laughs> yeah. Because everybody else, they can, it's not their time right now. They right. can't. But no, but realistically, you got to be here for your black friends. If you can come to your black friends for comedic relief and recipes yeah. and how to clean my chicken and how to wear this outfit and how to get away with murder, then you can also come to us when something like this is happening and yeah. you're scrolling through your timeline and we're the only ones posting about how this is affecting us. Right. Or, or you know, we still got to go to work and we still got to record podcasts and we still have to be on and we still have to do shows. And it's like, this is hard. We are tired. So exhausted. Yeah. I'm, I'm so tired. I feel like I've been running a marathon for the last 48 hours. Yes, ma'am. And I've, I've slept. I've been, I've, I've gotten about seven hours. But I couldn't I'm, sleep, but yeah. I wake, and some of us can't sleep at all, but like, I'm like physically and mentally drained. But the so. fact that you recognize that is right there. It shows that growth and it's like, you're working on it and we see that and we acknowledge mm-hmm. it. There's people who don't even like, you see how you thought about it and it affected you. There's people who see that shit every day. I have tons of white friends. None of them have texted me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how are you doing, girl? I see what's going on. I'm sorry. Nothing. No. Right. No, nothing. And so, right. um, yeah, you you did that. You acknowledged it and you were like, yeah, I feel bad. I'm, I'm actually sorry. And so yeah. that's a step. That's, that's the first step. That's the first step. So... Yeah. You know, I'm not saying pat yourself on the back, but just know that no, yeah. I'm just saying like that is that is a sign that like mm-hmm. somebody listening to the podcast who is mm-hmm. beige or an ally, they could be like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I do need to do that. And we didn't have to tell you because we tired yeah. of telling people too. you figure that yeah. out on your own. And I was like, God bless. Thank you. Love it. Missed it. Need it. Want it. We love you, Andrew. Yeah. And we love everybody that's listening to this podcast. Um, and we're we trying to do better. And we want to put out more content and we want this shit to pop off. So pop please, off, son. please tell us, you know, what would you like to see? What topics you want us to hit? Yeah. And, um, and uh, what you need more of, what advice you're looking for, mm-hmm. or just what um, what works for you during the quarantine and what doesn't. Like if we did shorter episodes more often, would that be better? Yes. Yeah. I feel like it, it could. Break it up. Um, yeah, break it up, break it up, break it down, break it up, break it up, break it down. Break it up. Break it up. Also, I'm curious, do people want a theme song? Because I mean, like, I don't know, because like a theme song is like one extra thing to like sort of sit through. Um, but if it's a good I mean, theme song, then yes. Right, because yeah. right now it's forever dog. Uh-huh, and you go and right into it. No shit, yeah. it's forever dog, but you know. <laughs> it's not a fucking movie, because you know, we need a song and Jack got one, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's just something cool to like even play like at like a live show. Yeah, um, a little bop. I think a little bop. A little slaps. And also, if we did like a, a show on Twitch or something live on one of these platforms, like how many of y'all would be interested in something like that? Yes. And what would you want us to talk about? Yes. 
and who would you want to see? God bless. These are real questions, and we want you to answer them, and we heart you for listening. And we want you to be so, you know, the engagement, I want it to be insane, because we really do care about what the fuck y'all thinking about and what y'all want from us, okay? And what I want everybody to do who's listening is I want you to go out and be a hoe. Not right now, but, like, as soon as, as, soon as we get the all clear and people stop down, go put your dick in something, go sit on the dick, do what you need to do, baby. I want you to open your hoe-ass legs and your hoe-ass heart, and I want you... To live your life the way you would want your life lived. I want you to live out loud. Bravo. Is it Bravo or Oxygen? Whatever. Live out loud. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually HBO. That's what it is? No, it's one of the... No, that's Oxygen. Oxygen. Live out loud. Actually, Oxygen, I think, might have changed their catchphrase to something else. Because now they're like true crime only. They don't even do other shows. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm glad that we were able to record today. We ha- we um, made it fucking happen, guys. It it feel it felt better today, and even yesterday talking to y'all, it felt better it after we got off the phone. But yeah. today definitely feels better. It feels so much better, so good. I'm actually talking to you guys made me made my day. Low key. Mm-hmm. Okay, friend. Well, that's it for me. That's I think that's that's it for me as well. What about you, Andrew? Mm-hmm. No, that's it for me as well. I think we've got to edit it. this episode. Oh, yeah, all. that's right. Okay. <laughs> He's going to edit it, and it's going to go up literally right after you. Yeah. Right so, after. Thank you to Andrew. Thank Everybody you. kiss Andrew in the, the comments, please. Love. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.